Some people don't understand why you've already busted out the sweaters. They may raise a brow at keeping scarecrows out year-round, but you just go ahead. Let them stare, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So sip your classic spiced and iced $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte, or try the bold pumpkin cream cold brew, an ultra-smooth brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also $3 for a medium. All so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello, this is Tommy West. Um, it's going to be a little bit different and uh, likely a little bit more personal than I'm used to. And you may be used to if you listen to this podcast. But as um, as emotions are kind of raw for me myself at the moment, I thought it was um, the best time to tackle it and express it um, through a medium that I'm very um, comfortable with, um, which is this right here, talking into a microphone. Um, about two weeks ago, from the, at least from the time I'm recording this, um, Pierce Fulton passed away. Um, which, just to speak about Pierce for just a moment, um, was this in- incredibly talented, just human being. And um, the, the last time I, I, I saw him, I was sitting in my, uh, my boss slash, um, close friend, a, uh, what, probably one of my closest friends, uh, in my life, uh, my, my Geronimo, who, uh, you may know if you listen to Sirius XM on BPM, um, which is a whole other story I'd like to share another time. Positive story, at least, um. But uh, Pierce Pierce was there uh, sharing his his new album that he had created, um, and 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 those are fairly common meetings we have in the radio industry where an artist comes by to visit, say hello, talk about what they're working on, share some new music they've produced that they want to release, get some feedback maybe. Um, what was different about Pierce was. Um, you know, he, he sat there not at the edge of his seat waiting for us to tell him what we thought. He was um, uh, sitting on a bench with his legs crossed and uh, excited for us to hear it. He was confident that, um, or maybe it wasn't even confidence, maybe it was just excitement to share what he created. And, uh, and, and, I, and I loved Pierce for that. Right. Every, every time I got a chance to uh, to talk to him or, or uh, hear his music or what he's working on, what, what always struck me was uh, was how uh, uh, excited he was to share his art, to share what he put his um, his soul into. Uh, and Pierce was was a was a fun, quirky guy. Um, I before that I or maybe and I'm not even sure if it's the first time I met him but uh it was at EDC Vegas in a moment that sticks out of my mind because uh it was just so beautiful um I was working at the time with Sirius XM and we were um we had a little tent little area set up with a little uh, RV uh kind of where the artists well actually it was where the artist area is where they have all their um uh 
camper or RV, whatever you want to call it. And uh, trailers. That's, that's a better name for it, the actual name. Um, and uh, and it, we, we were at a really good position because our trailer was set up in a way where we had the trailer and then the tent right in front of it. And off to the side was just this kind of empty area that gave us a good look at the main stage or one of the main stages. Um, and at night during EDC Vegas, when the fireworks would go off, we had like a perfect spot where there was nothing else in front of us. We could just kind of sit there and watch. And, uh, um, I was just engulfed in it. You know, it was midnight or one o'clock in the morning or wherever, whatever, whatever time it was. And I was just watching the fireworks in the desert heat, enjoying the moment. And, uh, (laughs) Suddenly, uh, someone bumps into my shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, and I look over, and it's Pierce. He just goes, "Hey," <laughs> and just turns and looks at the, looks at the fireworks at me, and uh, just was there to enjoy it. He was there to watch the fireworks at me. Um, and he and he's a he was a beautiful human, and uh, it's uh. It's it's something that comes up a lot, not only in this podcast, as I talk to other artists. Um, I've been open about my struggles with mental health health in the past, with depression and anxiety, and um, just because I, I'm not sure if he would want to be named, but um, there was someone I worked with um, some time ago. Um, who who was suffering from the same thing, and uh, and and he confided in me one day about how he suffered from this, and it held him back from doing the things that he wanted to do to to whether it was make music or be on the radio or whatever it was, and uh, and I shared with him a sort of a open secret, right, which is that. <laughs> so many people in in the world of dance music suffer from that and 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 i've said this so many different times um even on the last episode i just i just recorded with uh with another artist um there's never a sad dance song and and you go to edc vegas or or izu or any of these festivals it's a big gathering of thousands of people right um, and they're all happy. They're all dancing. They're all having a good time. Everyone, um, and, and I personally feel that a lot of people tend to gravitate towards dance music. Well, either they're, you know, into working out. It's good, good workout music. Clearly that's not me. Um, but <laughs> maybe it's a little bit of both, but there, there's an energy that, that dance music gives off and the, and the crowd around it in this plur culture or whatever you want to call it but it's all very positive and uh and and what's sad is that buried underneath that are people that struggle with with mental health and depression especially and um and a lot of them think they're they're in it alone and uh and something that i i i and, and I'm not saying this is one big cure-all, but I know what worked for me was talking about it. And um, it's something that I've tried to talk about 
during in this podcast and part of it was that and and, and don't get me wrong um you know even starting this podcast and and having a lot of people in this industry that I was able to pick up the phone or or, or DM or text message and ask to be take a take a chance on me and, and be a part of this podcast was was um was hard and difficult because it meant putting myself out there I and mean, exposing myself as um as someone who was uh very uh um you know open and and kind of just vulnerable and and when you suffer from different issues in in, in mental health it, it it's really tough right it, it, you hold yourself back a lot you you become your own, own own worst enemy and um and i remember um the first couple of no's that i got um which which fair and for what it's worth that we're actually few and far between and a lot less than I probably imagined there would be. And there were definitely some no's and definitely some, uh, ghosting that happened when I reached out to people that I considered friends, um, which hurt a lot. But, but on the other side of it, I had people that, that really supported me in doing this. And in part of doing that, I wanted to make sure that we, we talked about these things. Um, if, if you're a fan of the show or the podcast and I, and I, I really hope you are, um, a big part of it is making sure that what we talk about is not fluff. It's not just PR. <laughs> what are the talking points, you know, conversation. Um, one of the things I will hugely credit to my ex boss, Geronimo and, and, and the folks at Sirius XM where I got to really, I think hone my skills in, in, in doing this and just, it's really just having a conversation. <laughs> I, I've done both. When I worked in pop radio, it was very bullet pointed and talk about this and don't talk about that. And let's put together a script. So we know what we're going to talk about. Whereas this became a lot more open-ended and um, gave me the chance to get to know people, truly get to know people. And that was the allure to me. And that's what I wanted to share with the world. And where I'm going with that is, is part of that not being scripted and being open with people was, was talking about mental health. And if you go back and listen to a lot of episodes, there's a lot of openness there. Um, and, and I think the big headline that stands out because he touched so many people. And whenever you talk about EDM and you talk about mental health, eventually Avicii's name will come up. <clears throat> and, and I try not to share this side of things, but I, I, I saw him at his worst and it hurt and it hurt a lot of us because a lot of the, my peers and people I worked with all suffered or were suffering from very similar issues in mental health addiction and, and seeing someone who was further down the road struck a chord with a lot of people and you feel helpless and you feel, but, but beyond that, I think it's really important to talk about it. Um, and mainly, mainly because there are people out there who are alone, who feel alone, and, and they don't know that there are people that feel exactly the same way they do. You feel isolated. You feel like you're just in this 
tiny bubble. And um, it's important to talk about. Um, it's it's the one thing that strikes me is in all my conversations I've had, whether it was on this podcast or outside a trailer at a, at a festival somewhere just privately um, was how many people suffer from something quietly. And every one of them thinks that they're doing it alone. They all think they're alone in it. And I remember having conversations with at least a few artists who, when I revealed, yeah, I suffer from depression. I suffer from anxiety. Here's my medication. I carry around with me to all the festivals, just in case that I have to, you know, make sure the festival security doesn't take away from me. Which was another anxiety altogether. I remember walking into the festivals saying, Jesus, I really hope they don't try to confiscate my medication because what if I have a panic attack at the, you know, backstage? And, uh, and, and, and I, maybe we just don't talk about it enough because I remember how many times they looked at me like, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like when a stand-up comic talks about observations, you know, like, what's the deal with airline peanuts? <laughs> you know, um, it's that it's that sense you get in your mind of like, I feel the same way. That's how I feel. It's that it's that feeling of, of you know, acknowledgement of, oh, wow, I know exactly what they're talking about because I have it in my head. Um, and maybe that just doesn't happen enough. Um. This is a little rinky dink podcast here where I get to talk to artists, whether I know them before we talk or just getting to know them during this podcast as you get to hear it in real time. Um, but I'm committed to talking more about it. And um, and um As for as for Pierce, I, I I'm I'm at a loss. Um, I am quite emotional, um, and I think part of that has to do with um, of of just seeing someone else who was extremely talented who just wanted to put that out in the world. And, uh, and share his art and his creations with the world. Um, leave us in, in, in such a, um, such a way where it, uh, maybe I think, I think if the, uh, this is the point where people start taking guesses as to what could have been done differently or why and all those things that go along with grief. But I'll leave it at this is, um, um, because the people that are still around to, to hear a message somewhere, um, including, uh, his brother and his family, um, 
and his wife. Um, is he was immensely talented. That's probably something that I think everyone already knew. But uh, I really hope he knew it. That's the part that makes me so sad. <laughs> you know, not not obviously not just losing him, but also just wanting to make sure that he he knew how valued he was and how um, important he was to to a lot of people. Um, you know, it's people like Pierce that uh push me to do what I'm doing right now is share something that I'm passionate about. Number one. And number two, um, wanting to talk to people like Pierce <laughs> and wanting to take personal conversations and share them with the world because they were the most interesting part of my life. They're the most fun. And I'll leave it with this is uh, if you're if you're someone who who suffers from anything like this. Right. And that can be depression. Um, it can be anxiety. Um, if if you're listening to this and, and you feel in any way like. Any of this connected to you, anything that I've said has had some kind of connection Talk to somebody, literally anybody. Talk to a professional, talk to family, um, talk to me. Happy to listen. And, and especially on this podcast and people that are celebrities in the world of dance music, just know, and I, and, and, for some, this may help you a little bit, but just know that a lot of the people you hear on this podcast alone are dealing with the same thing you're dealing with in your mind. And you're not alone. And I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy. It is a struggle every single day, but you are absolutely not alone. If you've gotten this far, thank you for listening. Um, I will make sure I complete my commitment to talk about things like this to our guests. And I wish you well. Thanks for listening. <laughs>